Amen. Well, welcome to those of you who are here in person and to those of you who are online. We welcome you. When the Israelites left Egypt, God had promised that he would take them to a land called Canaan, or we often refer to it as the promised land. But in order for them to get there, they needed God to direct them and lead them and help them to be able to get to that land. And God did direct them, and he specifically took them through a specific path. Today we'll read Exodus chapter 13, and we will read verses 17 and 22, 17 to 22. And if you are able to, would you please stand as we read God's word. Exodus 13, starting from verse 17. It says, when Pharaoh finally let the people go, God did not lead them along the main road that runs through the Philistine territory, even though that was the shortest route to the promised land. God said, if the people are faced with a battle, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness toward the Red Sea. Thus the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the sons of Israel swear to do this. He said, God will certainly come to help you. When he does, you must take my bones with you from this place. The Israelites left Sukkoth and camped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness. The Lord went ahead of them. He guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud, and he provided light at night with a pillar of fire. This allowed them to travel by day or by night. And the Lord did not remove the pillar of cloud or the pillar of fire from its place in front of the people. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word and for the truth that is contained in it. And we pray that, Father, you would open up our minds and our hearts to hear from you and that your Holy Spirit would truly speak to us today. And so we commit this time into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Feel free to be seated. So the people of Israel were finally free. They were free after several failed attempts by Moses to convince Pharaoh to let them go. And now, finally, they were on their way to this promised land. But they needed God's direction, and they needed his guidance. Now, after being enslaved in bondage in Egypt for so many years, it was understandable that the people were anxious and eager to finally get to this land that they had been promised. They were anxious to get there as soon as possible. Yet it's interesting in the scripture because it tells us that God did not lead them along the main road. God didn't lead the people through this Philistine territory. In fact, he took them a longer way. The Philistine route was a shorter route, but God chose to take them in a roundabout way, the scripture tells us, meaning it was a longer way than necessary. You see, my friends, we can let God lead us even when the way seems long. We can let God lead us even when the way seems long. Have you ever felt in your own personal life that things seem to be taking longer than they need to? 
that things are taking longer than you would like them to work out. It, it seems like it's taking so long to find the right person that you're to marry. It seems like it's taking so long to finish that diploma or that degree in school. It feels like it's been forever since you've been able to find a job in your field of study. It may feel like you've been saving up for that vehicle or for that big purchase for so long and still can't afford it. It may seem like it's taking so long to pay back those student loans or to get your own place or to even get your life in order. You see, sometimes we may feel like it's just taking so long to get where we want to be, to get where we feel we need to go. And the truth is that sometimes it does take longer. It takes longer than we would like, especially when we look around and we see other people getting to their, quote, promised land before we have. And we can ask why. Why, God, is it taking so long? Why haven't I gotten there? Why haven't I achieved that? Why haven't I done that? And, and the truth is we don't always understand how things work out. We don't always understand why God may take us the longer route, and sometimes it's because he's specifically leading us a longer way because he knows what's ahead. And there's other times where it could be as a result of our disobedience or we choose not to trust him, and it could take longer than possible. Sometimes God knows we're just not ready for it yet, and so he makes us wait and prepares us for it. We need to let God lead us because he sees the obstacles ahead. We need to let God lead us because he is the one who sees the things that are ahead, the dangers that may be ahead. He took the people the longer way because he knew that if they were faced with battle... If the Philistines attacked, which he knew that they would, the Philistines were a ruthless people. They were strong in battle, well-trained, very fierce warriors. And he knew that if the Philistines attacked these Israelites who had just come out of bondage, they were in a fragile state. They were weak and tired and mentally and physically exhausted. He knew that they would run back to Egypt and be scared to go into the promised land. And my friends, sometimes God leads us a certain way, and it may seem like the longer way, because he knows what is ahead. He knows what is on our path, what is on our journey, and he wants us to trust him. Don't give up. And don't lose heart when the way seems long, when it seems like it's taking forever to get to that place, to seem like it's taking forever to fulfill that promise that God has made. Oftentimes, there may be certain things in the path ahead that he knows will be there and he wants us to avoid. You see, if you think of this space as a path, we don't see what is ahead, but God sees it from beginning to end. 
And we have to trust him to know that he sees what is there. And there are times where we go through different things in that path, in that journey of life, because it is there. And we know that God is able to work it together to make something good come out of it. But there are times where he specifically leads us a certain way to avoid the obstacles that are in that path. You see, we can trust God to avoid that potential heartbreak that may be in our path. We can trust God to help us and avoid that potential failed relationship that may be standing in our path. We can trust God because he sees and he knows that there would be a potential accident or that thing that could have happened or that heartbreak, that headache, that danger, that disappointment, those things that are in the path that if you continue to walk will happen. He often sees those things and he wants us to trust him because he can see it and we can't. And so we need to trust God that sometimes we may not understand, but he does. And I'm sure some of you are able to say when you look back in hindsight that you are thankful that God didn't answer that prayer. That you are thankful that God didn't allow that to happen in your life. That you are thankful that he didn't give you what it was that you were asking for in that time that you thought was best for you. My friends, God knows. He sees and he wants us to trust him. He wants us to trust him. And sometimes when we look back and we see those things, we thank him. And we should thank him because we don't see what he sees. And sometimes people may refer to it as dodging a bullet or a blessing in disguise. But we can thank God for leading us by his spirit. The Bible commentator writes, God doesn't always work in the way that seems best to us. Instead of guiding us, the Israelites along the direct route from Egypt to the promised land, he took them by a longer route to avoid fighting with the Philistines. If God does not lead you along the shortest path to your goal, don't complain or resist. Follow him willingly and trust him. Trust him to lead you to safe, safely around the unseen obstacles we can see the end of the journey, he can see, sorry, the end of the journey from the beginning, and he knows the safest and best route. You see, God knows and he sees. We need to allow him to lead us because he can see the obstacles ahead that we can't. He can see where the bumps and the detours in the path of life are for us. He can see those things and he wants to help us to avoid as many of them as possible. And you know, and I know, that when we are disobedient to God, sometimes we look back and we say, you know, I knew I shouldn't have done that. I knew I shouldn't have gone there. I knew I shouldn't have gotten involved with that group of people or that person, whatever it is. And God wants us to trust him. A well-known hymn says, he leadeth me, he leadeth me. By his own hand, he leadeth me. His faithful follower I would be. By his own hand, he leadeth me. 
You see, we can allow God to lead us because when we do, he leads us in paths of righteousness. He leads us in the right way and he directs us. He wants our heart to sing as the hymn sings, where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. I'll go with him, with him all the way. Verse 18 tells us, so God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness toward the Red Sea. You ask yourself, these people had just come out of slavery. They had just come out of bondage. They're wanting to get to their promised land, settle, start their life of freedom. Yet God led them on their journey toward the Red Sea. There's nothing there. Why would God lead them toward the Red Sea? It just doesn't make sense that he would lead them there. My friends, let God lead you even when the way doesn't make sense. Let God lead you even when it doesn't make sense how he's leading you. God led the people to a place, the Red Sea, where to them it didn't make sense, but to him it made sense because he was going to display his power and his authority to them. You see, oftentimes in our life, we may say to ourselves, it doesn't make sense that I'm feeling led to do this or feeling led to go there or give that or do that, whatever it may be. But God has a reason. And when we are in tune with his Holy Spirit, when we are in tune with God's Spirit and allow him to lead us, we will go through even when it doesn't make sense. We will allow him to display his power and authority because God is able to use our situation to bring honor and glory to himself. In John chapter 9, we read a story of Jesus and his disciples encountering a man who was born blind from birth. And when the disciples see this man, they ask Jesus the question, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents that he was born blind. And in verse 3, Jesus says this. He says, neither this man nor his parents sinned. But this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. You see, sometimes in life we don't understand it doesn't make sense, but God is able to take our situation at the lowest point. He is able to take our sickness and our disability. He is able to take our circumstance and our loss. He is able to take the unfortunate thing that has happened to us and turn it into something that will display his power and his authority in and through our life. Amen. He is able to do that, and we need to trust him. May God work through and display his power and authority through your sickness or disability, through your failed marriage or relationship, through the issues that you're having with your children, through the financial struggles that you're having, through the unfortunate accident that has happened in your life. My friends, even when we can't see what's coming, even when it doesn't make sense, 
we can trust God to work all things together. We can trust him to do something great, to display his power and his authority, and to give us a testimony to share with others. So how do we let God lead us? How do we allow God to lead us? Well, we need to pray. We need to pray that God would grant wisdom, guidance, and direction in our life. That we would lead, that we would allow his Holy Spirit to lead us. And in order to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, we need to first have the Holy Spirit to invite him to come and to live in us and take over and take control. And we also need to know God's Spirit's voice. We need to know how God speaks to us and know his voice to be able to know when he is leading, when he tells us to move and when he tells us to stop, when he tells us to go, or when he tells us to wait. We need to learn to discern God's voice and how he speaks. How else can we allow God to lead us? We need to live in obedience to God's holy word, the Bible. We need to know God's word and live in obedience to it. We need to seek godly advice and counseling. My friends, it is good for you to see a counselor, and it is important to do that when you need to. But you need to seek godly counseling, godly wisdom. And I want to encourage you, if you need to talk to someone, Pastor Arnie Grace Sandy, who is here today and who was on stage with us earlier, she counsels, come and speak to her and see her and seek out godly wisdom and counseling. Amen. In order to let God lead us, we need to trust him even when we're tempted not to. Even when we're tempted to do our own thing or to go our own way or to, to do something else, we need to trust him. In verse 21, it says, the Lord went ahead of them. He guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud, and he provided light at night with a pillar of fire. So this allowed them to travel either by day or by night. And the people followed this pillar of cloud or pillar of fire. They, they followed it, and when it moved, they moved. And when it stopped, they stopped. That's how they were to travel. That's how they were to go, by following God's leading. My friends, we need to let God lead us because he goes ahead of us and he prepares the way. God goes ahead and he prepares the way. He doesn't just go before us, but he goes with us. He is there with us. Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 8 tells us, Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Isn't that so good to know that we have a God who not only walks with us on this journey of life, but he goes before us and he prepares the way for us. He is there preparing the way and we need to trust him. Rest assured that he is making a way. In Proverbs chapter 16 verse 9, it says, we can make our own plans but the Lord determines our steps. 
We need to be in tune with God to be able to allow him to help us and speak to us when we should go and when we should stop. And too many times we may want to do our own thing or go our own way and do it in our own time, yet God wants us to trust him. My prayer for you and for me, like the psalmist would be, my steps have stayed on your path. I have not wavered from following you. May your steps be on God's path. May you never waver. May you never hesitate to follow God. May you always look to him and ask him to help you. You see, my friends, God wants us to walk along the path that he is leading us on. Because when we walk along God's path and we do not turn to the left or to the right, when we continue to go, then we are walking in God's will for us. We are are walking in God's perfect will for us. And that does not mean that the path will be easy. That does not mean that there's not going to be any speed bumps or detours or obstacles that are in the way. But it simply means that we are walking on the right path that God has for us, that we are trusting him and that we are allowing him to lead us. And when we do that, we are walking by faith and not by sight. We are trusting God with our spiritual eyes to open up our eyes to the things that are of him and to lead us in how he would go. When we walk by faith and we trust God, Psalm 32 verse 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way in which you should go. I will advise you with my eye upon you. God is watching. He does not slumber or he does not sleep, but he watches over us and he helps us. And when we walk by faith and not by sight, we are also trusting that God will make a way. This means that we are trusting him even when it doesn't make sense, even when we don't understand, even when the way seems long. And you know what that means? That means that we are allowing him to lead us. And that verse that many of you know will now make sense when it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. When we trust God and we don't lean on our own understanding, even when it doesn't make sense, even when the way seems long, even when we're not sure if that's the path we should take, when we trust God, we see the things that he begins to see, and we start to understand why. He makes our path straight. And what that means is that God will move obstacles in your path. 
When we walk by faith and not by sight, God says that if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to that mountain, move from here to there. God is talking spiritually. He is talking by faith. When we say that and we walk, God clears the path for us. He moves those obstacles out of our way. He eliminates them and he helps us to walk and walk straight. He helps us to go along the path that he has for us. So what about you? Have you been walking along the path that God has for you? Or have you maybe strayed a little from that path? Maybe you've started your own path and and, and you think that that's going really great for you. My friends, Jesus tells us that not only should we walk along the path that he has for us, and follow that way, but he tells us, I am the way. He says, I am the way, and if we are not walking in his way, then that means we're doing our own thing. But here's the beautiful thing. God allows us to come back on that path. That once we leave that path, it's not closed off, but we can always come back. And he wants us to come back on that path, to walk along that narrow path that leads to eternal life in him. He is the way, and he is willing and able to help us. Maybe today you need to say, Lord, help me. Help lead me along the right path for me. Lord, there's so much going on in my mind and there's so much going on in my life and around me that I need you to lead me. Lord, lead me on the path to the right person that I should marry. Lord, lead me on the right path to the right job or career that you want for me. Lord, lead me on the right path to an opportunity to share your word and my testimony with others. Lord, lead me on the right path that I would encounter strangers and I would be able to be a blessing and encouragement to them. Lord, lead me on the right path to help me to figure out where I should live or where I should go or what my future should be or the certain decision I should make or even... Better yet, Lord, lead me to have a personal relationship with you. Help me to have that personal relationship with you. We can trust God to lead us because he is the way and he knows the way. My friends, whatever you may be going through today, may you be assured, may you be reminded That God can lead us even when the way seems long. That God can lead us because he sees the obstacles ahead that we don't. That God can lead us even when the way doesn't make sense. That God can lead us because he goes ahead of us and he prepares the way for us. And God can lead us because he is the way. He is the way maker, the miracle worker. He is the light in the darkness. He is the promise keeper. He is all of that and more, and he wants to lead you. There are so many ways that we can be led in this world, and there are so many ways that we can be led astray 
by the things in this world. But maybe today God is leading you to come back on that path. Maybe today he's speaking to you and saying, trust me, because my path is better. My path will lead you in the right way. It will lead you in paths of righteousness for my name's sake. That I will go before you and I will move the obstacles out of your way that need to be moved. I will clear the path. He will make a way even when there seems to be no way. He is able. Isaiah chapter 48 verse 17. This is what the Lord says. Your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord who teaches you what is good for you and leads you along the paths you should follow. He is the way. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you, God, that you truly are the way maker for us. And Lord, we understand that we cannot see what is ahead, that we don't know what tomorrow, the day after, or the future holds for us, but we know the one who holds tomorrow and the tomorrows to come. And so, God, we trust you, and we ask that you would help us by your spirit to lead us, oh God. Lead us in the different areas of our life. Lead us in the decisions that we make. Lead us, Lord, in the things that we say. Lead us in how we live. Lead us, oh God, in everything that we do. And, Father, I pray that you would move in the hearts of your people that you would help us to put you first because we know that by faith, oh God, you will move mountains for us. We thank you, God, that you clear the way, that when we walk, we walk straight because you make our path straight. We thank you, oh God, that even when we have gone astray and found our own path or think that we have found our own way, that you are so gracious and loving and forgiving that you lead us back into the right path. And so, Father, move in your people. Help them to come back to the right path. Help them to walk along your path, oh God. Help them to find you and help them, oh God, to live in your will for each life. And so, God, we commit ourselves to you. We give you praise because you truly are our way maker. And so we thank you. Allow, we pray that you would help us to allow your Holy Spirit to lead us in all directions, in all areas of our life. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.